Sound Youth are in the business of making bops and even though it seems like every touring band and artist in the world has been brought to a grinding halt because of the pandemic, Wild Youth continue to deliver. We speak to Connor and David, the founding fathers of Wild Youth, and we put to them, what do you miss most? Well, surprise, surprise, it's... A gig or playing a show is like the one thing that we miss so much and that we are longing for. Like, as we said, even just going to a gig, like, I don't know why I do it to myself, but I went on YouTube the other day and I watched like a, a show, not one of ours, but like, uh, <laughs> I'm not that self indulgent. But, um, like, I just watched the show and I was like, it just feels like a different world. It's like, it just feels so removed from um, our lives right now, you know, seeing crowds all squashed together and seeing bands on stage and the bands jumping in the crowd and like just everything seemed like a different lifetime. I know we always had an appreciation for music, but not until it's taken away from you and you can't go to a gig and you can't have those intimate moments with a stranger on the front row watching a band or a DJ or a musician. That's when it's hit us most. When we need it most, we can't have it. It is, man. Music is so powerful. You know, even without words, just a, a melody can can inflict such emotion on people you know it's so powerful so I, we hope that once this all kind of gets back to normal that the gigs boom again and we can go see gigs as Connor was saying and we can play many gigs because uh, we do we miss it so much being able to share that stuff face to face with people we asked people as well recently and actually we were chatting to Ray recently and she was just talking about how she feels like she's never going to go home when she's allowed out again like on a night out she just feels like she'll be there the whole night she just will never ever call it a night again now I'm the type of person that I'm like oh yeah in theory I'll be like oh out great and then it'll be two nights in and I'll be like oh god I need my bed again so where are you on that spectrum? I'm all partied out I think (laughs) (laughs) I yeah. partied myself out before lockdown. I'm happy to just stay in on the weekends now, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You see Connor and Coppers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. We'll chalk that down. <laughs> Are you a Coppers man, Connor? You wouldn't strike me as a Coppers man. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I am a Coppers man. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm Can I just sure clarify? That's not an insult. I feel like I need to defend coffers here. I just don't actually know what a coppers man is. Uh, <laughs> but like, if people were going to coffers, I would want them to check out coffers. Connor, I get what you're doing. You're walking a line. Don't want to offend the coppers fraternity, but I went once and hated it. So I never. I actually, I actually went once, twice maybe. And I think I had the like best time of my life. I sang like it was like Westlife when you're looking like that, like everyone on the dance floor. It was like incredible. <laughs> we see the thing is what it is is hits. And you know all the talk last week when Bebo came back, I decided okay, first thing I was gonna do, go to Spotify and look up like a Bebo flashbox hit playlist. Cause I was like that's yeah. and that's what Copper's tunes are. They're the Bebo flashbox tunes. Yeah. Now you're gone. Yes, Bebo. Bebo actually back back. It's exactly what the world needs though right now. Is more social media. Yeah. More competitive <laughs> edge. <laughs> being in top things and more trolling, more trolling. <laughs> it's what we more all trolling, more trolling. <laughs> it's what we all need right now. Is more so totally messed our heads. Personally, I thought Bebo was one of the more wholesome social medias. If you think about it, top 16, you're leaving people out of your top 16 friends. That's like going, hey, 
You're not one of my top six things. You're not my friend. <laughs> no, you well, you're all my friends. It's not going to like, be a fixed like thing. constantly being reminded that you didn't get invited to a birthday every day. <laughs> I don't know who done what to you on Bebo. Maybe you experienced heartbreak like me, but it feels like you're anti-Bebo. Andrew, I'm, I'm anti-social anti media. The scrolling is, is so time-consuming and it's like you just waste hours and you feel, you do feel a bit crap after it. So I, I, I appreciate that, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to explore this more for a minute. Because I can assume the reasons why you would hate or be anti-social media. But is it all platforms? Is it one particular platform? Because, look, let's admit, Twitter is a cesspit. Um, yeah, you're probably asking me on a bad day. Right now, it's all platforms. Um, I don't know. I just find it, like... You just a lot of, I, there's I, a lot of good and bad, isn't there, in social media? Yeah, like, the, I like there is... There's obviously amazing, like this amazing site, so you can keep in contact with people. Yeah. Right? But like, I just think it's so easy right now to like just do super hurtful things and like set up like Dave, you right? I'm like, what would stop me now from going online, setting up like a fake email, downloading an Instagram account, going onto your Instagram and messaging everyone in your followers and saying the most horrendous things about you? that like are totally not true mm. I have zero followers and zero people that I follow and it's like a grey emoji as the page but still people see that and go Jesus I wonder if that's why would someone go that far out of their way to send me that wow. if it's not true like it, it creates a seed of doubt in people's head and I just think the ease in which you can do that and if someone wants to be uh, vindictive on social media the ease in which they can do it and get away with it without any control is just totally and utterly insane I would love to dive in further with you on this it's a very important conversation to have but before we run completely out of time we have to talk about your single it's new it's called Champagne Butterflies they say never judge a book by its cover never judge music by its name but I love it thank you thank you Made in lockdown, yeah? It actually, it actually wasn't made in lockdown. It was made just before. So January 2020 um, was when it was recorded. Uh, yeah, we're super happy with it. It's always been a, a kind of family song. So but I react the way they've reacted to it. When there's such a gap between when the song was made and then actually getting to talk about it and promote it, is it weird trying to go back to the place you were when the song was made? Yeah. <laughs> You're also like, you start to lose your mind because I'm like, I've probably heard Champagne Butterflies 25,000 times and like, I've heard it, I've heard every single mix. You go through all these stages of emotions with the song that when it's actually, when it's coming out, you're like, is this song even good? Why would one that? Like, you know, you question everything. Um, so that's why it's always so nice when you see a very positive response when it comes out. I don't, think, I don't think the lads have anything to worry about. It is damn good. The fact that they had to sit on it for over a year, though, I would find that absolutely torturous. Connor and David, they're from Wild Youth. This is their latest. It is called Champagne Butterflies on iRadio. One look at you I felt everything but confused yeah. iRadio in the afternoon With Dave iRadio in the afternoon with Tesco weekdays from 3 on iRadio iRadio